Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamualaikum everyone and welcome to Notes from Nur Hidayah Welcome to another episode and I really hope that all of you are well, all of you are doing good and the very fact that we are now in the last 10 days or last 10 nights of Ramadan and that is, you know, on one hand very exciting and on another hand it is something that we want to constantly remind ourselves to be more mindful in the things that we do throughout this last 10 days of Ramadan inshallah all right so welcome to notes from nurhida as and i really hope that if you have been tuning into the episodes i hope that it has been beneficial to you one way or another inshallah if you have been tuning in for the longest time ever i appreciate it if this is your first time tuning in i appreciate it if you have only been following through the ramadan episodes then i still appreciate it as well because uh, you know at the end of the day through all your all your love all your support um it is basically one of the many Um, reasons, inspirations, and motivations for me to keep going, for me to keep producing content for this podcast, and you know the very fact that if I know there is at least one person out there in the world who will be benefiting from this podcast, then you know it, it means the world to me, mashallah. But yep. Alright, so going on to today's episode or today's topic, inshallah. So since this is the second episode of the week, and mashallah, we are already on the third week of this Ramadan episode, which means that we are left with one more week next week for the Ramadan edition. But alright, point is for today, on today's topic, which is seek Laylatul Qadr and forgiveness. So since we are in the last 10 days or last, last 10 nights of Ramadan, usually the number one thing that we always, we would always talk about, we will always remind one another, we will always be looking forward to is Laylatul Qadr, right? But then again, what really is Laylatul Qadr? So um, some translations translates it to the night of power. Some mention it as the night of decree. But particularly, it is a very, very special night in which that it is, you know, mentioned in Surah Al-Qadr itself in the Al-Quran where Allah mentions Laylatul Qadri khayrun min alfi shahr which means that, you know, the night of Qadr is greater than a thousand months, mashallah. Which means that to anything that will happen in the night of Qadr if, you know, we manage to particularly, you know, explore and expound on this very, very special night on a good note, then inshallah, we'll be doing that particular good note for the next 83 years without stop, without fail, right? Uh, that is the parable to it, inshallah. And we hope that all the things that we will be doing in the night of Qadr are good things, okay? Now, Since this is the second episode of the week, I'll be sharing with you a hadith of the Prophet wasallam, And I feel that this particular hadith is something which we are very, very much familiar with. And if you are not familiar with this hadith, uh, I'm, I assure you that you are familiar with the dua that is mentioned in this particular hadith, inshallah. So this hadith actually stems from Sunan At-Tirmidhi, where it is graded as authentic according to An-Nawawi. And the chain of narrators to this particular hadith is good, alhamdulillah. So Aisha, the wife of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, reported 
where she said, I said to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Messenger of Allah, if I know which night is the night of decree, i.e. Laylatul Qadr, what should I say during it? So Aisha, you know, being the wife that she is, being the very, you know, knowledgeable, wise, scholarly women that she is, she will always be asking questions, especially on the things that she doesn't know and on things that she really want answers from. She will do things like this, you know, if I were to experience this, then what should I do? If I were to, you know, be at this particular state, then what should I mention? You know, although um, some things that she might have asked aren't the things that she... Um, aren't the situations that she was in. But then again, you know, it is through her questions that the Prophet mentioned things and through the things that the Prophet Sallallahu mentions, it becomes a hadith that we can benefit a lot from. So, particularly in this hadith, the wife of the Prophet Sallallahu Aisha, asked the Prophet that if she were to experience the night of Qadr, then what should she recite? So, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu said to her, Kuli, Allahumma innaka afuun kareemun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. Which means, say, O oh Allah, you are pardoning and generous. You love to forgive. So, forgive me. MashaAllah, such a beautiful, beautiful dua that is taught by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to Aisha and a dua that can benefit us all, inshaAllah. You know, Although, you know, as much as we really, really, really want to chase after the night of Qadr, we really, really want to maximize the last 10 nights of Ramadan or the last 10 days of Ramadan. You know, the most important point that we need to emphasize, the most important thing that we need to take into account when we would want to, you know, strive towards this particular um, occasion or towards this particular beautiful special night of the Ramadan is for us to remind ourselves that we need to seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we hope that by the end of this beautiful blessed month, we attain the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because there was this one particular narration of the Prophet where, uh, you know, the companions saw or the companions heard the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa mentioning Amin, 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 Amin three times. So, when they approached the Prophet they asked the Prophet what was he, you know, making Amin to. And Prophet shared three things that he Amin to. But one of the things that he made Amin to was that um, in which that when a person, you know, does not receive the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after going through the month of Ramadan, then the person is really much in a state of loss. You know, it is one of the greatest loss in life because Ramadan is a blessed man. Ramadan is a month where Allah opens up all of his doors of paradise, his doors of mercy, his doors of forgiveness. And it is a month where Allah really is looking forward to the forgiveness of his servants. Although on normal days, on other days, Allah is always looking forward to to our forgiveness or repentance, but he will always look forward to forgiveness and repentance a little bit extra in the month of Ramadan. And that when we think about it in this month where it is easy to ask for forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if we aren't able to do that in the month of Ramadan, then what? guarantee there is for us to actually do that or attain that outside of the month of Ramadan. Alright? Now, 
going back to this particular hadith on the matter of seeking forgiveness and particularly in the month of Ramadan, in the last 10 nights, on the matter of Laylatul Qadr, amongst the common questions that we get or amongst the common things that we have heard is that, oh, Laylatul Qadr is mostly on the odd nights, in the last 10 nights of Ramadan. Some mentions that Laylatul Qadr has a specific date. But then again, at the end of the day, we really have no guarantee and we really have no idea when this night of quarter is or when will it happen but what is guaranteed is that it will happen in one of the last 10 nights of ramadan all right which is why i want to share with you um this particular writing of ibn qudama al-maqdisi who was a very proficient scholar and um Particularly on the matter how when the Laylatul Qadr is not mentioned of its date, then this holds a tremendous wisdom behind not knowing exactly when it occurs. So particularly, Ibn Qudama al-Maqdisi mentions, he said that God has concealed this night from the Ummah so that they may strive in seeking it and performing worship throughout the month in hopes of catching it. Similarly to the conceal, no, similarly he concealed, yes, the hour of special acceptance on Friday so that one would increase in their supplications throughout the day. And he concealed his greatest name among his divine names and his pleasure with acts of obedience so that people would strive for them. And he concealed an individual's lifespan and the hour of the day of judgment so that humanity would continuously strive in good deeds, being heedful of them. Very, very beautiful, mashallah. And this is um, written in Dar Alam Al-Kutub in, um, um, in Al-Mughani. Right in volume four, page four hundred and fifty-three. So beautifully, how Ibn Qudama explains to us one of the many wisdoms why we do not particularly know the exact date or the exact night to the night of Laylatul Qadr. Because usually people be asking things like, why has not Allah given us, you know, the exact date? Why hasn't Allah, um? you know, give us more signs or more clues when Laylatul Qadr is. You know, but the thing is that when we know that, you know, Laylatul Qadr happens on a certain day or or on a certain night, we would then focus on one night in which that we would only do lots and lots of worship. We will, Perhaps we will stay awake. We will be doing so many things just in that one particular night. But what happens on the nights before or on the nights after? So this is when we start to realize that when we are given a specific date to Laylatul Qadr, we will only be focusing on that one night in the month of Ramadan, right? But then again, the month of Ramadan is a beautiful month. The month of Ramadan is a blessed month in its entirety. And that it is by the wisdom and the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that the very fact that we do not know when Laylatul Qadr is, it pushes us to do more. It pushes us to uh, be able to be more motivated, to be more inspired, to continue to strive and to continue to seek and to continue to perform worship throughout the month in hopes of catching it. Okay, so mashallah, there is wisdom in everything that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained. Even if you look at the whole concept of why that 
um, why is that Laylatul Qadr is placed towards the end of Ramadan? Why isn't it placed at the beginning of Ramadan? So if you start to think about it, reflect upon it, ponder upon it, um, you start to notice that it is very common for human beings, for all of us, to be very, very excited towards the beginning of something. And that, you know, throughout the process and as we go down the line, we will start to lose momentum, we will start to lose motivation. So having Laylatul Qadr at the end, at the back end of Ramadan, it will give us a sort of booster, you know, spiritual faith, even booster for us to like, okay, so Laylatul Qadr will be happening in one of the 10 last 10 nights of Ramadan you know I really need to buck up I really need to plan I really need to do Qiyam I really need to try my best to ensure that if I ever meet the Laylatul Qadr the night of decree or the night of power I know that I have already done my best right so there is wisdom in everything that Allah um, places that Allah creates and even that you know, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired the Prophet sallallahu to mention this dua to seek for forgiveness um, to Aisha radiallahu anha. It just shows Allah's immense knowledge and Allah's immense wisdom in um, scheduling a lot of things according to, the, according to his best time. Right? I would like to now also share one of the things which is mentioned by Ibn Uthaymin in one of his books titled Sharh Al-Mumta, okay, where he says a person will attain the reward of the night even if he has no knowledge of it. This is because the Prophet wasallam said whoever stands in prayer during Laylatul Qadr with faith and hope will be forgiven. And the Prophet wasallam did not make knowledge of the night a condition of their forgiveness and had knowledge of the night become a necessary factor, the Prophet would have made this clear. So particularly in this view, we can understand that having the knowledge of when the night is, is not a prerequisite to prosper from the night. You know, it is not a requirement for the worshipper, for the servant to know when the night of Qadr is in order to attain the reward. Right, but what is needed in order to attain rewards out of the net of Qadr is for us to continue doing, to continue trying, and to continue to strive. Right, and as I mentioned, since we do not know and since we do not have the guarantee when Laylatul Qadr really is, then this is where you know we take the safest step into maximizing the last 10 nights of Ramadan. In general, you know, ensure that it is our best every single night. In any case, that if we were to meet the night of Qadr, we know we have done our best, inshallah. All right. And also, um, you know, going back to the dua of the Prophet, وسلم, the one that he mentioned to Aisha, Allahumma inaka afuun karimun tuhibul afwa fa'afu anni. Oh Allah, you are most forgiving. You love to forgive, so forgive me. So particularly, if we look at this dua, the Prophet وسلم, instructed us to call upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala using terms like al-afu which means the most forgiving, the most pardoning on this night. And that this has a very, very special connection to 
um, the Qadar itself, right? When we mentioned Laylatul Qadar, the night of power, the night of divine decree. Because the linguistic meaning to the word Afu is explained by its root word, which means Afu, which is forgiveness. So linguistically, um, it you know, goes to show that our prayers on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this particular night is that we worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, number one, to please Him, but at the same time, in asking for Him through our du'as is a plea for, you know, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to erase our deeds, to erase our, to erase our sins, yes, to erase the consequences of our misdeeds, right? And um, if we were to refer to another hadith of the Prophet sallallahu where he mentions that uh, those people, you know, who stands in the, you know, man qama, man, man, man qama laylat Laylatul Qadri, right? Those who stand in the night of Qadr or those who stand in the nights of Ramadan and that they, you know, attain it through Iman and through Ihtisab, غفر له ما تقدم من زنبه Then Allah would forgive him or her of their sins and the ones that have happened before now, usually as human beings, you know, we would look at things just at the beginning and at the end. You know, at the beginning, oh, okay, I need to fast, I need to stand up for prayer. I need to um, stand up in prayer in the month of Ramadan during the night of Qadr. And we look at the end. Okay, so if we fast in the month of Ramadan, if we stand up, if we do our prayers, obligations in the month of Ramadan, we will be attaining the forgiveness of Allah. But a lot of times we forget about the middle part i.e. the process, right? And what is the process in order for us to attain Allah's forgiveness for all of our past sins? It is via two things, which is via Iman and via Ihtisab. You know, fasting, performing our good deeds in the month of Ramadan uh, with Iman, with full of faith and with Ihtisab, we're full of hoping and looking forward towards the um, blessing and towards the rewards of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that you know when we look at this particular thing in this area or in this angle we will start to notice and we will start to realize that the process to everything that we do really is important and Allah being the most merciful that he is although you know the end product is concerned but at the end of the day Allah will never belittle every single effort that you have put in into wanting to maximize the last 10 nights of Ramadan into wanting to seek Laylatul Qadr and in wanting to seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so when we understand that Allah will always take into account of our efforts we know that you know in our trying we know that in our striving into attaining Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's pleasure, Allah will reward accordingly and Allah will reward based on, you know, our efforts into putting, uh, you know, putting in effort to seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, inshallah, right? So always remember that, you know, as much as fasting is concerned in the month of Ramadan, 
the next best concern that we need to have is to seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And amongst the ways that we can actually attain the forgiveness of Allah is via the dua that was taught by the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to his wife Aisha radiallahu anha. Alright, so Alhamdulillah, we have come to the end of today's episode. Um, and I really hope that today's episode has been of benefit to all of you, inshallah. And feel free, you know, if you have any notes, if you have anything to share, if you have positive feedback, if you um, just want to mention, you know, how this podcast, you know, has been accompanying you, then, you know, feel free to reach out to me via Instagram and you are H-D-Y-H-A-Z, Norhidaz. And I'll be more than ever than glad to connect with you. But more importantly, okay, if you find um, this episode beneficial, if you have written down your own notes, if you have you know, your own sets of takeaways from today's episodes, please feel free to share it with your loved ones, your families, and your friends so that they may benefit as well, inshallah. Alright, so as I mentioned, we are in the last 10 nights of Ramadan. I hope that we try our best, continue to put in the effort to maximize it. And, you know, in your prayers, in your du'as, I really hope that for you to, you know, make a little opening slot to make dua for me as well, inshallah. Okay, spare me a little dua and that would mean the world to me, inshallah. Alright, so I hope to see you or I hope for you to tune in into the next two episodes, our final two episodes for the um, podcast episodes Ramadan edition which will be happening next week. One upload will be on the Tuesday and the other one will be on the Friday inshallah alright so yep take care everyone stay safe stay home and I hope for you to tune in into the next one alright assalamualaikum